Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Van, and I host Wealth Academy Podcast, and our mantra is wealth is more than just money. Now, we have all been experiencing this one thing that we all have in common, and it's the I word, inflation. Yeah, I said it, inflation. It is impacting us all, whether we're at the grocery store, if we're pumping gas, if we're going to a doctor, no matter what it is, the price of everything seems to have gone up. And guess what it does? Inflation breeds fear. People are fearful whether or not they can afford to go into the doctor, if they can afford the groceries that they put in the register, and whether they go to the gas station, if they can pump enough gas to make, make it home in some cases. This is not everyone, but some people. So it, it breeds a lot of fear, but it really doesn't have to. And I'm going to provide you with a few steps to help you to protect your finances and the reason why is because we haven't seen anything like this in many, many years. So uh, one of the things to do is that uh, we can look back in history and we can see where it has made a dent in everyone's pocketbook or their purse. And it's been decades since the U.S. faced this double-digit inflation rates and a lot of uh, people in the financial area worried that uh, years of small study increases may have left consumers really unprepared because before the pandemic took place, food prices were moderate, the supply lines were just fine. We were able to get goods and services uh, at a pretty decent uh, time frame. In other words, if you ordered something online, it would come in quicker. Or if you were to purchase something not online, you still was able to get it. But inflation has slowed everything down, the job uh, issue, and much more. So the um, inflationary period is being extended right now. And uh, we can look at if you purchase a dozen of eggs or if you purchase some orange juice or if you happen to eat meat. Uh, the meat prices have gone up substantially. <laughs> and, and so it's something uh, that we have to hedge uh, when we go to shop. And over the past five years, we look at it historically, the rate of inflation rose about 5%, which is the largest uh, increase, a 12-month increase in consumer price index since August 2008. Remember that, the great, uh, what we call recession, and uh, during that time frame, uh, people lost their houses to mortgage foreclosure. They were going to court because of credit card debt. They couldn't afford to pay it back because they lost their job. And things were really in a turmoil. And during that time is when I was uh, being invited to speak as a financial expert with CBS, the local channel in Washington, D.C., on a show called Mind Over Money. And they brought me in several times with other financial experts. And we talked about ways people can navigate uh, the inflation and the job losses and, and 
the debts that they owe. And so now I'm going to provide a little bit more information to you right now. And um, one of the things to look at is that a lot of the economists uh, are not sure whether the sharp increase is the start of a long-term trend or simply a temporary correction following the coronavirus pandemic, which is still taking place. And of course, where this is where whether inflation steadies out, levels out, or continues to ramp up in the coming months. So we have to make those adjustments or what we call another pivot. So a lot of people may be asking, what is inflation? It means uh, consumers can buy less with the same amount of money. Been to the grocery store lately, like I just left? Uh, things that I purchased uh, in the past, it would be maybe 50% of what I paid, but due to really shopping down. And what I mean by shopping down is I'm looking for the lowest price for the same item. <laughs> I learned that when my parents had their grocery store. And so the uh, rate of inflation is measured by the consumer price index, which calculates the average change over time and the prices consumers pay for a market basket of goods and service. So inflation on normally non-pandemic typically rise slowly often unnoticed by consumers. It's almost like being taxed, if you will. So uh, keep that in mind that that may be just an, an extra type of uh, tax that people are putting on the goods and services. In many ways, that's what it feels like. And during months of high inflation, the effects can become more severe and it triggers a cycle of rise in prices and interest rates while the value of the currency falls. So we know recently that the Federal Reserve they did not increase the interest rates because they're trying to see if there's a correction made. But likelihood is sometimes either here in February or in early March, we're going to see uh, increases in the mortgage rates are going to increase. Loans are going to increase credit card debts and everything else is going to increase in all likelihood. Now, I can't say that positively, but that's the direction that's trending into now based on the research that I've read. read. And uh, during uh, periods of high inflation, the effects can become more severe, triggering a cycle of rising prices and interest rates while the value of the currency falls. I wanted to repeat that because that's really what's taking place. So uh, one of the things is to uh, look at uh, how does it occur? How does inflation occur? Today's inflation is caused by multiple factors and uh, including a sudden demand for goods while supplies struggle to keep up with the pandemic. And low interest rates and large amounts of cash in consumer pockets uh, following government stimulus payments. So those stimulus payments, people all spent that money and now they're down to whatever they have saved or whatever they may have as an investment. So um, uh, basically what's happening, uh, we're just in that cycle right now and hoping that the pandemic will break so let's talk about how to hedge against inflation. Um, here's what we want to con consider. Consumers are reminded of an existential truth that money is a social construct, mere paper assigned a value that can change overnight. So inflation does, in fact, breed fear, but it doesn't have to. In inflation tends to be temporary. So having plans in place can be more long lasting, more effective. So um that's part of, of what uh, I'm going to cover here now, just some ways uh, that we may consider as we go forward. So uh, here are some things we can do. So as a, a threat of continued inflation looms, 
here's some things to consider, some strategies to hedge against it. Maintain a budget. <laughs> the B word again, because again, if we stay within a certain and live within our limits or below uh, our uh, means, then we're going to always come out ahead no matter what inflation is. And then we, of course, it's so simple, but most people don't do it. Spend less than you earn. Then delay purchases of goods severely affected by the inflation. So those high demand items that are out there, let it go for a while and plan for it in the long run. Then build some skills and work toward a promotional raise to keep up with costs. And if you're an entrepreneur, try to drive more sales to generate more revenue. And then set clear, appropriate goals, achievable goals. And they don't have to be goals that are outlandish, but they at least need to be moderate to start putting these goals into place and bringing them to fruition. Then maintain a well-balanced, diversified investment portfolio. Whatever yours happen to be, whether you're uh, investing with a company uh, plan or if you have an IRA or if you have um, money in, in invested in real estate, you have cash, stocks, bonds, whatever it may be, just make it uh, very diversified because if one part of your investment goes south, so to speak, you lose money in that when you still have the other ones working on your behalf. So we want to, of course, keep that in mind. And uh, some, some other uh, things to consider is to, uh, is to choose an asset mix that suits your goals. So uh, I would recommend if you get a financial advisor, financial coach, do some self, self-study, self-knowledge, and uh, also watch the financial shows that come on television. And uh, this will help you out as well. But self-knowledge is, is probably more important because you will know what a financial investor is telling you, whether it's within the, the realm of being realistic. And then uh, stick to the plan. Here we go. Discipline. <laughs> We've got to be strong, people. This is an inflationary period and the cost of gas has gone up. And depending on what may happen, you know, in Russia and, and the Ukraine, that could send the gas prices up even higher because the supply and demand in that region of the world where a lot of that gas passes through, uh, you know, those um, waterways over there in the Middle East, et cetera. So um, you also want to look at commodities like uh, gold, which tends to be considered a safe haven in times of high inflation. And it's popular belief can be true. But it takes time for these investments to pay off. So commodities can be held as one piece of a larger portfolio, but diversification is really the key. And uh, this, this, these are the things that I wanted to share with you today uh, as I make adjustments to my sound and everything else on here. So I want to give a uh, cursory review once again in terms of ways in order to navigate. And I'll cover them once again. And this is a threat of continued inflation looms. Consider these strategies to hedge against inflation. Maintain a budget. <laughs> a budget is your blueprint and your roadmap as you go forward uh, in this inflationary period. It helps you to stay on track and within your means. And then spend less than you earn. Uh, if you happen to be a retiree, well, just uh, ensure that you get your bills paid off, all your bills paid off, of course. And that doesn't include a mortgage, but pay all of that off and that will help. 
Then delayed purchases of goods severely affected by inflation. And that, of course, could be anything that has the chips in it, like a computer or a phone, items like that. The production line is back because employees are out sick and a lot of them are working from home. So things are not happening the way they used to as far as the supply line goes. And then uh, delayed purchase of goods severely affected by inflation also means uh, that you can put this off to maybe six months down the line or 12 months. And then uh, you can build some skills and work toward a promotional raise to keep up with costs. So you want to put yourself into a position where you can negotiate some salary, uh, negotiate a promotion, and even considering working for another organization or another company uh, to position yourself to do that. And, and again, this is all good. And then set clear, appropriate goals for where you are today. I really uh, pushed it hard in January in terms of uh, speaking with people about setting some monetary goals. I even sent out my 2022 financial presentation, and it also provided a lot of really great tips, uh, financial tips to really help you out as well. And then maintain a well-balanced, diversified investment portfolio. So you want to uh, be conservative, if you will, right now during this inflation, but look for opportunities to invest, but don't stretch yourself so much that you're not eating or you're not making your medical appointments because you don't have enough money because you put a lot of money into one of the investments that you won't necessarily get back uh, anytime soon. And then choose an asset mix that suits your goals. So do things that uh, you're comfortable with doing financially and uh, that would bode well for you. And then, of course, the most important <laughs> is stick to your plan. But first, what you have to recognize is, is that unless you set some goals, there won't be any plans to stick to. So go sit down, take out some time, do an assessment of all of your uh, essential needs that you have. Then look at the unnecessary things which is the kind of the fund money, and then look at what you're saving. And don't leave your saving in there too long. Just leave it in there long enough whereby you can make a $1,000, $2,000 investment, and, and that will bode well for you. And so uh, speaking of savings, I was recently reading an article about what is the average that people uh, save money. And baby boomers saved on average about $10,000 uh, Millennials saved in the neighborhood about five to six thousand. Then Generation Z, uh, more in the neighborhood of about two thousand. So I think a lot of that can be attributed to the discipline of money and being used to money and haven't had a lot of experiences going through uh, challenges like today with this inflation, which we've seen. I know uh, in the late seventies and early eighties with uh, President Reagan in there, we had high inflation. So we're going through that period again. It's not anything we haven't seen before. So I'm going to conclude this particular episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. And thank you so much for your support. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget, we can navigate inflation. We've done it before and we're going to do it again. Have Thanks a great day. Thanks for listening day. to Wealth Take Academy care. Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.